the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on my Facebook Live page, at Anderson Speaks is the handle there. And for all of my social media, thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, Second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM, right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the nation's capital and its surrounding areas, including parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Well, it is a call-in talk show, and you can give me a call anytime today in the next hour to talk about our topic at hand. Of course, if you don't know how we roll, I'm going to tell you how we do it now. If you do know, say it with me. We've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays. That's today. And then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is Theological Thursday. You know, Yesterday we talked about the wisdom in relationships. We're going to carry that on today, the theology of relationships. And we're going to talk about engaging in community and, and, and in conflict. You know, how do you engage in community uh, in relationships and how do you engage in conflict? That's what we're talking about today, specifically the theology of relationships. What's God's word have to say about relationships? If you have a relationship question, give me a call today. It doesn't matter what kind of relationship it is. It could be uh, business. It could be familial, a friendship, a marital relationship, whatever it might be. I'm here to serve you today to talk about it. Uh, and, of course, we've got the scriptures to help us. We've got other listeners as well as God's word. I happen to be a uh, pastor of a of a large multicultural mega church, so you get a pastoral perspective. Uh, graduated from Moody Bible Institute, you get a bit of a theological perspective, especially today. But then also, you know, I I'm married, I have children, and I've got a lot of good relationships around the world. So uh, maybe somehow, in some way, I might be able to serve you uh, in that regard. My phone number live in studio. If you have a relationship question. Uh, as it relates to the Bible, or as it relates to your own personal life. My number is 888-432-7434. 
That's 888-432-7434. If you're trying to remember the number, just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE, all right? And that'll help you uh, try to remember it, especially if you happen to be driving uh, today, okay? Hey, let's uh, pause, uh, give our time over to the Lord, and then uh, my lines are open, so let's talk about the theology of relationships. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for the opportunity you give us to have conversation with one another. We do pray that you help us to build bridges across relationships today. Cover the show, we pray, in the name of Jesus. Together, everyone said amen and amen all over the metropolitan area. Well, my number, 888-43-BRIDGE. Different kinds of relationships in the scripture. Uh, You see in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, the very first church was a multicultural megachurch. Did you know that? The very first church that God started by the power of his Holy Spirit, using the apostles as well as Peter himself uh, to preach in the streets of Jerusalem. Over 15 different languages, ethnic groups were there, and it was a multicultural, multi-ethnic megachurch powered by the Holy Spirit. Did you know that? And uh, so if you want a good model of what a church should look like, just look at the one in Scripture, the very first one. Now, of course, I don't know what's happened all these centuries, but in the first century, it was a multicultural megachurch. Thank the Lord. People from all different nations coming together in Jerusalem uh, for Pentecost, and then the Holy Spirit inaugurates the church, breathing the power of the Holy Spirit, where people were hearing the gospel even in their own tongues. So there you have it. Well, it picks it up in verse 42, and guess what it says? This new church, they, it's talking about the new church, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. So the first century church committed themselves to four things, and one of those four things was fellowship. It goes on to say communion, where they're sharing in the experience of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ through the sacrament and ordinance ordinance of communion and they broke bread together meaning they ate you know they ate together they also prayed together and so and then they learned together and so the first kind of level of of deep relationship from a scriptural perspective is what we might call fellowship fellowship that's that's christian fellowship where you're you're learning together you're uh engaging in uh religious uh uh, ordinances together, you are praying together, and you are relating and enjoying each other's company together. That's called koinonia. It's called community. It's called fellowship. Now, as you evaluate your relationships, ask yourself the question, do I have good Christian fellowship? Not am I a member of a church or do I go to a church, enjoy it, and then leave, but do I have uh, the engagement into a community of other believers where I'm sharing in the learning, the growing, the praying with other believers? That's called fellowship. That's sort of the first of maybe four different kinds of relationships I'll talk to you about today, but maybe you don't have it. Maybe you go to a church, but you haven't actually prayed with another person 
uh, or a small group of people in a long time. That's fellowship. That's what church is. Church is uh, being able to link arms in prayer with other people, to be on your knees in prayer with other people. When's the last time you've been able to do that? Fellowship. Uh, when you've been able to study the word together with other people, not just your own private, solo, quiet time, but are you studying God's word with other people? Are you learning God's word with other people? That is fellowship. Now, listen, it takes a few things to grow in the Lord, and fellowship is one of them, all right? Uh, you know, it takes, in order to grow in the Lord, you need the Word of God, you need the Spirit of God, and you need the people of God. Christianity is not just about believing. It's not just about behaving. It's also about belonging. And when you are born spiritually, you are born again into a family of other believers. You now belong to God and you have a bunch of brothers and sisters spiritually around the world. If you're going to grow in your faith, you need fellowship. Uh, maybe you have a question about fellowship. Maybe you have a question about community. Give me a call. My phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. My lines are open. I'll be right back in just three minutes. You're tuned into, you're watching on Facebook, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. together safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them but most of all get your basement fixed give them a call 844-980-3707 that's 844-980-3707 The Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or Andersonspeaks.com. figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc.
Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly textspiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Happy Theological Thursday. I'm so glad you're hanging with me. My phone lines are open if you want to talk to me about relationships. Today we're talking about the theology of relationships and the different kind of relationships we have. Let me ask you this. Are you engaged in community? Are you engaged in community, in fellowship with other believers? And if so, how is that going? Uh, fellowship is one of the sort of building blocks of our Christian faith. And it's not always easy, by the way, because you're dealing with uh, regular, everyday uh, people who are probably as flawed as you are. But still, when you come together and share in the Lord, that's supposed to be uh, something that helps you grow. Is that true for you? Uh, give me a call at 888-432-7434. Uh, 888 Three bridge. I got to remember to slow it down because I can talk fast. I know some of you are writing the number down. 888-432-7434. Are you engaging in fellowship? Now, there's a second kind of category of relationships, if you were to look at the categories theologically that I've been identifying. The second one, I would call it friendship. Friendship. Now, you know, it says in Proverbs 27, 17, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. It says in Proverbs 17, 17, A, a friend loves at all times. And so there's a lot in Scripture about being a friend. And uh, Jesus was known as a friend to, to sinners uh, and tax collectors and sinners. Friendship is when you come along someone and you're walking with them uh, together. Doesn't necessarily mean uh, that they're saved. It doesn't mean uh, that they have the same theological beliefs as you, but you like to be together. Uh, we see these kinds of friendships throughout Scripture as well. Uh, we see it with like a Jonathan and a David, uh, for instance. We see in Ecclesiastes where uh, the writer says two are better than one. It's talking about friend. Ship. And so uh, do you have friends? I know it sounds like a very basic question, but do you have friends? And, uh, you know, teenagers who don't have friends uh, end up in a very lonely place where sometimes they uh, do bad things to themselves because they are isolated and alone. But it's not just teenagers. It's grown folk, too. We've got to have friends. And these friends don't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be all Christian fellowship. Now, listen, I believe Christian fellowship is important. But having people who can be friends, whether they're of the same faith or not of any faith at all, other humans connecting to other humans is something that God has created. Now, it's great to club up, okay, with 
people who are like-minded, but that's not the only kinds of people you're supposed to club up with, categorize yourself with. You need to have friends, period. People who know you, like you, can hang out with you, all right? Friendship is important. We can, we can literally talk about principles of how to be a good friend, and uh, I've, I've spoken on that many times, uh, and how to have good fellowship, you know, but these are two of the four categories I wanted to put in front of you today. I'll put some more out throughout the show, but I want to talk to you as well. So my phone lines are open, and my question to you is, are you engaging in friendship? Are you engaging in fellowship? Are you engaging in community? And guess what? When you do, you will also have conflict at times. We can talk about how to engage in conflict as well. All right, let me give you my number one more time and then go to the phone lines. My number is 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Oxon Hill, Maryland and talk to Pamela, who's on the line. Hi, Pamela. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you today? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing fine. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. <laughs> How are you? What are you doing? Thank what you. are you thinking? What's I, on your mind? I'm doing good. I, actually, I just got me a burger from Burger King, and mm. I heard your topic, and I said, this is a good topic. You mm. have the most interesting topics, and I just <laughs> wanted to give you two. You know, I just wanted to give my experience a little bit. I'm not going to wrap you up or anything, okay. but... Because um, I would love to hear the end of this, how are you going to wrap this whole subject okay. up? Because it's very touchy. It's very touchy. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember, you know, I've been in ministry all of my life. I started out in ministry when I was about 18. Mm-hmm. And I tried to do the fellowship thing, and it didn't really go so well. However, I did end up um, linking up with one person. We were about 20-something at the time. Okay. And we would encourage each other, you know, mm-hmm. as single mothers going to church, and we would encourage each other to keep on going, and we were a great pair mm. until at some point something happened, and we grew older, you know, right. and people separate. Right. But then I remember going to another church, and um, I grew in ministry, and, you know, at that time, I was a little hesitant about making, you know, friends, but people liked me, you know, I was kind of mm-hmm. like the funny person, they enjoyed seeing, mm-hmm. but I had a hard time really bonding with people. Because I just didn't want to get caught up in a bunch of gossip, a bunch right, of right. riffraff, and a bunch of other happen. stuff, you know? That can happen in church. Yeah, it, it can really happen. <laughs> right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They thought I was a little bougie or a little uppity. Mm-hmm. But, you know, out of all those years I look back, I was the main one that ended up getting promoted through ministry, mm-hmm. going through those different levels of spiritual growth and, and taking leadership positions. Yeah. Now, do you have so friends that's, today? That's why I told you two stories. Okay. <laughs> Do you have uh, friends or people that you can fellowship with today in your current season? Not, not, not that many, you know, mm. not that many for some reason. Why do you think like that I is? Had a, a friend. I, I, don't, I think I intimidate people, and I'm mm. really a nice person, but, you know, like there may be guys that want to reach out to me, you know, mm-hmm. single Christian guys, but they never do. Uh-huh. Um, they, they give me different signals, and then right. someone, how, I don't know. How when old I are you, Pamela? Church, they say hello. Yeah, right. How old are you, Pamela? How old am I? Uh-huh. I'm 48. 48, so you're at a good, but solid. I've been in ministry a long time. Yeah, you're at a good, solid age. Well, let me tell you about something. I don't, I don't know if, if you heard it or not, but I thought it was a good idea because I had a bunch of single people calling me and people trying to connect up. So I decided at the end of the summer of 2018, sometime in August, 
I'm actually going to do a uh, Dr. Anderson single listeners mixer. And so I don't know if that's oh, something you, you'd be interested in. But if, I'm, I, I will be there. I'm telling everybody if they're interested, all they have to do is email me, info at andersonspeaks.com. We'll send you the information once we uh, lock it in, info at andersonspeaks.com. So maybe you'll meet some people there. I, I love when people can fellowship and have a good time together. It sounds good. I'm, I'm going to keep that on my calendar, and I will come. There Please you go. There you go. So, you know, with regard to making friends, part of it is you got to get out there. It sounds like you probably are out there, but when you say people are intimidated, I wonder if if you took a an approach of not trying to unintimidate people because that's not authentically you. I do. I do. Yeah, that's I not, tell there are people that actually love me. Yeah, you exactly. Have my well, you know there are what? people that love me, but... Well, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, but your personality is probably a great personality. And so you got to put that personality into a great environment where that personality thrives. You know what I'm saying? You know what? And you're probably right. I think you're right. You know why? Because I do have some um, issues in terms of getting close to people because people are kind of crazy. Well, we all, are. we all are. We all are. We have some a little crazier than others. <laughs> some a little, you know, and I'm really afraid of kind of like the dating thing, but I know I do have to get out there. Just don't want to meet the wrong people and things, you know? Right, right. Hey, well, let's see. Uh, maybe when we do my uh, my singles mixer, there'll be some guys there that you can connect with as well as some ladies just to be friends with. But, hey, thanks a lot for calling and hanging out with me today, okay? All right. You're welcome. I'm going to take you up on that offer. All right. You shoot me that email. God bless you. Uh, that's Pamela in Oxon Hill. And, folks, if you didn't hear it, I'm doing a Dr. Anderson single listeners mixer. Whatever your adult age is, come on out. Uh, again, I don't have place time yet. I know I'm going to do it at the end of the summer after I take my vacation. And uh, hopefully Amber and I can set something up where y'all can just hang out. I'll maybe give a word. Uh, you know, and then let y'all just chill out. Maybe I'll bring a couple books with me as well. But uh, I just want y'all to be able to have a field. Remember, Boaz uh, was in the field, and Ruth was in the field. That's where they met, in the field. Uh, they also, throughout Scripture, Moses met his wife at the well. Jesus met the, a woman at the, at the well. People went to the well. They found community there, and they also found romance there. So we want to create uh, a field or a well. Uh, whatever happens there, that's between you, God, and the other person. But uh, if I could create something besides the technology of radio, because, uh, you know, one person will call, then somebody else will email me and say, can I get the number of that person? No, I can't do that. I don't know how to get back in touch with folk. So this way, y'all can just all get together in the same place. Hopefully you like each other. 888-432-7434. That is my number live in studio. Let's go to Maria, who's in Alexandria, Virginia. Hi, Maria. It's Dr. Anderson. How you doing today? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Very nice to talk with you. I'm a big fan of your show. I listen almost every day. Thank you so much, Maria. What are you thinking today? Well, I'm, I'm a little nervous. Um, <laughs> first time calling in. But, you know, I, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts. I'm, I'm in between a lot of things. Like, um, So I'm a relatively new believer. I um, accepted Jesus about four years ago, and my I was – engaged and my husband and I are married now and he is not a believer and mm. um before you know when I became a believer and before right before we got married I started in this community group and had a great you know a, a great small group and discipleship group with that mm -hmm. um but you know our community group had so many changes like people left the church people right. you know had babies and we had babies right. and just things had changed and then 
a couple they who were leading the group they actually got divorced within the church and oh, everyone dismantled so hmm. you know it was kind of so at this point i you know i haven't joined a new community group and since we've had our child my husband has started coming to church hmm. um with me which you know praise the lord i'm so yeah. thankful for but you know i'm i'm kind of stuck because i i you know i haven't i've resisted kind of joining a group because i feel like i'm kind of being led to you know to to be patient until my my husband is open to joining a group and right well, maybe there's a group that you guys can join together if that opportunity opens up. I think you'll probably jump on a family group or something, wouldn't you? Yeah, and but my husband's a little resistant. To, you know, he he'll go to church and he'll you know, and we have friends who are there together. But mm. you know, he I think he's you know I think that because he doesn't believe right now okay. the same things, I think that he is going to feel like he's an outsider, and I don't want right. him to to feel like he's you know that that he is an outsider when he is being welcomed. Well, that's a, that's a good point. It depends what kind of ministries they have. If they have, like, a men's ministry, I'll take some guy friends to a men's ministry or something like that. So you may be right. Be patient and be prayerful and, and maybe even a little strategic, like if there's another man in the church that you can put a bug in his ear and say, hey, my husband's here. Not a believer yet, but you know what? If you could just come up alongside of him and befriend him, that would be great. Hey, listen, Maria, I've got to run. I've got this break coming, but as soon as I get back, I do want to take your phone calls. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Searching for some more of you. It's never been my dream. What if the only way you had to feed your family was stolen from you by a cruel disease? For the farmer whose hands are now useless, leprosy is a cruel thief. Leprosy's power to cripple, disfigure, and shame is as strong as it's ever been. But American Leprosy Missions is working to change this, and you can help. You can stop leprosy. Right now, you have an incredible opportunity to help and heal children who are suffering. Because it costs only $90 to cure leprosy in three people, you can be the source of their healing. Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. Give now to help those suffering with leprosy. Call American Leprosy Missions right now. 800-979-1980. 800-979-1980. 800-979-1980. That's 800-979-1980. Or give online at StopLeprosyNow.com. Did your financial advisor lose 30% or more of your life savings during the last market crash? Are you afraid it could happen again? I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder of Tradeway. Tradeway specializes in teaching you how to cut out the middleman and take control of your money. At our first event, Step 1, Start Your Journey, you'll learn how business principles from the Bible, combined with our powerful skill sets for stock trading, can give you the ability to make informed financial decisions for your family. Having control can give you peace of mind even in an uncertain market because nobody cares as much about your hard-earned money as you do. Tradeway, you'll learn to reach your biggest goals by taking small steps. Coming to the Sheraton Tyson's Hotel, July 20th and 21st. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. 
That's Tradeway.com. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 800- 671-7070. That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're in the second half of the show. It's Theological Thursday. We're talking about the theology of relationships, engaging in community and engaging in conflict. That happens when you get into fellowship and into community. You're going to have some connection, and at the same time, you're probably going to have some conflict. Uh, but if you want to give me a call, I'm asking you the question, are you engaged in community, meaning fellowship? Are you engaged in friendship? Do you have friends? Uh, do you need friends? Uh, what's going on with you? How, how can I uh, help be a blessing to you through conversation? If you want to call me, my phone number is 888 888- Four three bridge, eight 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 four three two, seven four three four. If you want to give me a call, my lines are open. Now's the time to do so. Talked about four categories of relationships. I've given you two of the four, uh, biblically from a theological standpoint. First, uh, there is fellowship. That's the deeper uh, koinonia or connection between believers and the first century church. They devoted themselves to four things. It says in Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And one of those four things was fellowship, as well as the breaking of bread, communion, and and learning together God's word. That's what fellowship is. Fellowship is koinonia, which is the Greek word for fellowship, connection, community, sharing life together in Christ. All right? So are you connected to fellowship? Not do you have membership. All right? I'm not talking about membership where you join uh, a health club, and then now you have a card, and you can go in and access it. That's how some people treat church. They join it, and then they have access to it. Uh, but it's more than that. You're supposed to share in your your growth spiritually with one another, all right? And uh, we're supposed to encourage one another and stimulate one another to good works. And so it's important to have fellowship. Do you have any good Christian friends? Now, some of y'all are probably like, look, I, I do God. I don't do f- – church (laughs) you know i spiritual i got a relationship with god but i just don't even want to deal with drama the church well you're going to get drama there's no doubt about it but the upside of that is you're going to get fellowship with other believers uh and that doesn't mean it's going to be perfect but you've got to get into fellowship all right and that's just uh two or three other people who you can do the christian life with like when's the last time you prayed with somebody else who is a believer on on a topic on an issue uh, on a marriage, on a relationship, on a job. That's true fellowship. There's a lot of Christians that don't have that. I'm not talking about group prayer where somebody stands on the stage and prays and everybody else lifts their hands. I'm talking about who can you call to say, pray with me on this? 
When's the last time you did that? You see what I'm saying? That's, that's fellowship. Okay, second way, friendship. Friendship is people you can just do life with, all right? People that does do enjoy the same things you enjoy, uh, and you can play together. Uh, you can go out and eat together. You can chill together. You can go to movies together, okay? We need friends, not just teenagers. Teenagers definitely need it, especially in middle school and high school. And uh, if your kids don't have it, uh, you know, it's probably one of those conversations you want to have. Why don't you have any friends, sweetie? You know, who are you inviting over? Can you be friendly to other people? All you need is one. I remember Billy Brogan growing up. I just needed one. You know, we can ride bikes together, play football together. I remember Ethelbert Lewis. We called him Louie. I remember uh, Kevin. Uh, These are people, uh, Derek. These are people that I've I've played with, we hung out with. Got to have friends. And when you get older, you still need friends to hang out with. It's a lonely place to not have friends. And it's a lonely place to not have fellowship. So that's two, okay, of the four categories. If you want to talk to me about it, maybe you're you're struggling in that area, or maybe you're just affirming, thank God I've got it. Uh, Maybe that blesses somebody else. 888-432-7434. Now, here's another category. That's acquaintanceship. Acquaintanceship. Now, acquaintanceship, these are your neighbors. You know how Scripture says love your neighbors? These are the people who you probably know their name. They may know your name. You wave to them. If you see them in the grocery store, they know your face. You know their face. Maybe it's the soccer uh, mom uh, who has a kid playing soccer as well, or, or, or you know, maybe it's, it's somebody uh, that you, you see uh, and you know them, but you don't know them, right? Uh, that's acquaintanceship. This is, this is uh, important because the Scripture says, love thy neighbor, all right? Actually, as yourself. So it's almost almost like a stranger, but not quite. A stranger is somebody you don't know at all. And the scripture talks about welcoming a stranger. Acquaintanceship is, yeah, I'm kind of acquainted with them. That's what the word means, all right? And so in acquaintanceships, you always want to be nice. You want to be courteous. But check this out. Acquaintanceship is the on-ramp to friendship. Acquaintanceship is the on-ramp to friendship. You don't want to jump into deep friendship or deep fellowship. You want to start somewhere. Start with acquaintanceship and learn people's names. Learn their kids' names. Learn what they do for a living. Uh, Just be normal, okay? (laughs) And then it can go to the next level, friendship. That's when you're hanging out a little bit more. Uh, And then fellowship's even deeper, right? That's when you're really, truly uh, praying together and, and, and that sort of thing. So those are the categories. That's three out of four. I'll give you the fourth one when I get back from my commercial break. If you have a question about friendship, acquaintanceship, fellowship, conflict in relationships, this would be the time to give me a call. My lines are open. 888-432-7434. I feel like taking chances I feel a lot like 17 When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. 
I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Have you ever walked into your basement and there was that smell? You weren't quite sure what it was, mold, mildew, cracks, or blistered paint in your walls? Well, listen, you need to call Best Buy Waterproofing. They'll come by, give you a free inspection, and they'll let you know, is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home? They have more than 30 years of experience, and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection. All you got to do is give them a call, 844-980-3707. One more time, here's the number, 844-980-3707, or check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com. And by the way, if you do business with them, they'll donate $500 to support my radio ministry. So give them a call, Best Buy Waterproofing. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCullum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCullum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCullum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCullum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. It's Real Talk. I'm Dr. David Anderson. The Theology of Relationships. Thank you, Best Buy Waterproofing, for uh, giving your donations to uh, my radio program. For all of my listeners, I'm hearing great stuff about what you're doing in people's homes. So if your uh, home is all musty and smelly, you need to get the water out. Well, call them before the water rises. 844-980-3707. That's uh, 844-980-3707, Best Buy Waterproofing. We can always go to their website, bestbuywaterproofing.com. Now, on my Facebook Live page, by the way, if you want to call me, now's the time. Let me give you my number. We're talking about relationships. Uh, we got about 15 minutes left, so get in where you fit in, 888-432-7434, 888-43-BRIDGE. Maria Ward Weaver says on my Facebook live page, I had a great Christian fellowship. Uh, I had great Christian fellowship this week as a single woman and homeowner. It's hard at times uh, to do certain things around the house. So uh, uh, a man from the church stopped by the other day to help relocate some heavy boxes in my garage. In turn, I blessed him with a hearty lunch and dinner. All right. All right. Now, I enjoyed godly conversation and help. Uh, and so that's pretty good news there. That's one thing. It's pretty cool. Uh, t- 
Tania Brunson says, hello, everyone. It's hard to engage in community in a community that is closed off. Everyone just seems to be content with their circles. It seems awkward trying to break into communities of people these days. Tanya, you're right. You've got to not break into circles that are not open. So it's important to try to find the ones that are open. You're absolutely right. If all the seats in the circle are taken, then you got to go to another circle. Because some people are just too booked up in their relationships. They're too closed in their group. Well, you know, that's, that's, don't be offended by it. Move on. Because there's somebody waiting for you. There's an open chair in a circle somewhere. Uh, and you need to be connected up. And somebody else needs to be connected up. And so sometimes uh, going to different church groups, different functions, different events, you're right. People are busy. People are already engaged. People don't want to always start new relationships. This is why I think it's important to have acquaintanceships and allow the acquaintanceships to be the on-ramp to greater friendship over time. 888-432-7434. That is my number live in studio. Big shout out to Linda Genty Iskerzak. Uh, Leah Goitem, uh, she is my dentist. I tell you what, if y'all need a good dentist, you want a smile that makes you smile, uh, then you want to go to Leah Goitem. She's Dr. Leah Goitem with Pearl Smiles Dental. Go to pearlsmilesdental.com. Great to see you on my uh, Facebook Live page. Big shout out to Kwame Mays and Andrew A. Altman Sr. as well. Hey, listen, listen, let's go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Jennifer, who's on the line. Hi, Jennifer. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Good, thank you. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking about today? Thank you. Well, I'm hoping you can help me, like, just have some insight on ways. My husband is just very, I'm just, I'm I'm really just ready to give up. I can't, um, he refuses, like, to merge as one. Mm. Um, you know, I have, like, he won't combine finances. He won't help me pay bills that are mine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he feels I should pay for everything that the children are involved in. We have three children. Mm-hmm. Um, I make twice his income, and I personally live check to check because of all the expenditures that I have. Mm. What I does just he, hate that I have. What does he do for a living, Jennifer? Sorry? What does he do for a living? Um, nothing like um, professional. It's, uh, he's been there for like 20-something years. Okay. And it's just an easy job for him that has no advancement, mm-hmm. no raises. He just like an hourly employee. Was he, know, that, was he that way when you met him? Well, he had dreams and aspirations that he no longer has. Got it. Okay. And what about now yourself? He's, what, now he's satisfied. What are you, what are you, kinda, what are you doing for a living? Well, I have a doctorate degree. Um, okay. So you're making a good amount of money. You know, I, have, I mean, for a single person, <laughs> it's not. I mean, if I combined it with his money we and if we work together, I mean, I make good money. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I could survive by myself. But why it do, would be tough. Why do you think he is the way he is, though? I, I was hoping you could <laughs> yeah, I, that. I, have, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's seen I don't other know people him. that have been like, yeah, that have been taken, you know, that their wives have taken. But I feel like he completely uses me because I have the potential to make more money. Mm. And he feels like I should work as much as I can. But I'm the primary caregiver of our children. 
But are and you? He uh, comes home is, and he, in. is he jealous of you, or are you just saying he's he's not motivated to do anything because you're his sugar mama, so to speak? Yeah, no, he's not jealous. He could care less. You make more money. <laughs> okay. He, he just doesn't want to work harder, and he has no. He's happy living the mm. way he is, and I'm not. Have you told so him we that? We can't get that together. I tell him all the time, and he just says, you know, I'm trying to save to get us a better house because I complain about our house all the time. And, mm-hmm. yeah, he just, no, he doesn't care. He just mm. doesn't care. Well, it's, it's, But I can't be, I, I don't feel like I'm his wife. Well, and I just it, feel like I'm somebody working to raise yeah. his kids. Well, it's going to be hard for you because if you are raising the kids, you are making the money, and you have an unmotivated uh, spouse, uh, something's going on within him, and he needs help. Now, you'll probably need help together. And, again, I don't know the dynamics of your relationship, but getting counseling could be very helpful uh, to have somebody sit and listen to what you're saying and also listen to what he's feeling because something's going on with him. And uh, he, again, I don't know him, but it sounds to me like he doesn't even really want to be in your presence much. Uh, is that true? No, he actually, he try. I don't want him in my presence because I can barely look at him. <laughs> okay, because you, you've lost um, respect for but him. But he tries hard. He's, yeah, he sends me text messages throughout the day to check on me. And when yeah. I see him, they just anger me. I'm yeah. just like, just leave me alone. Yeah, because you lost respect for him. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I have no respect for him. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, have you told him that you've lost respect for him and that you want him to earn your respect? Have you put it in terms of respect? I don't think I've used it. No, I've told him that I'm, I'm, you know, done. I just don't feel like I'm in a married relationship, but I've never used the word respect. The only so reason I can certainly do that. Well, the only reason I'm thinking that is because, okay, when a woman loses respect for a man, it's it's pretty much over. Even if you stay together, you have yeah. something in your heart called contempt, and that's what you have for him. Exactly. Just the thought of him yeah. uh, makes you sick. Okay. Yep. So what he needs to hear, because he probably hasn't heard it yet. I mean, you've said it a million times in a million different ways, but he hasn't heard it. What he needs to hear is, listen, I respected you when we got married. And I have lost respect over the years. But you can earn that respect back. I want a man that I respect. Not one that I want to be one with. He doesn't understand that language. Nobody really understands what that means. Um, you know, just when we're talking about trying to just get the relationship back on track, uh, everybody right. has a different definition of what oneness means. So l- let's not even use that term. Let's just use the term, listen, I want you to earn my respect. Because if I don't ha- have a respect for you, uh, it's going to be hard for me to stay uh, in a attitude of what it means to be a, a wife who serves her husband. I can't. I, I, I just I can't respect you. Now, let me tell you what that right. do to him as a man. What men need, their greatest need, is respect. All right? They need that from their, from their woman. No matter who makes the money or whatever, I need, as a man, my woman to think I am a king or at least make me feel like one. All right? He doesn't feel that way at all. And so... When he hears that, it may trigger something in his brain to be like, oh, wow, okay, I do need to get on the ball and go do this because I want to win her respect. So uh, give it a shot anyway, okay? What do you think about that? No, yeah, no, that's, I'll have that conversation tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, be- yeah, I've been struggling with this conversation all week because, um, you know, our kids are gone and I just – I. 
I just need to get it out. So this is perfect timing. Yeah, honey, I want to respect you. I've lost respect for you, right. but you can earn that respect back. That's how it has to go. He needs to know that he can earn it back as opposed to I've lost respect for you and I'm out. I've lost respect for you, but, right. you, but you can earn it back. So give it a shot, okay, Jennifer? I will. Thank you for your help. Blessings to you. That was Jennifer. This is Dr. David Anderson. I'm going to my break. I'm coming back in three minutes. Then we're going to land this plane. You look fantastic. How did you lose all that weight? Did you hire a trainer or do some crazy shake diet? I wish there was something I could do to jumpstart my weight loss and feel better. There is. It's called intermittent fasting. The health benefits extend way beyond just losing weight. Check out the Lipo 3-Day Diet. You get all the benefits of intermittent fasting without fasting. Three days of delicious meals, that's it. It's so easy. I lost five pounds and feel great. Wow, that sounds great. Is it expensive? No, not at all. I actually saved money doing it. To get started, just go to www.lipo3dayfast.com. Use promo code WAVA to get $10 off your first box. And as a special bonus, you'll get a free bottle of Lipo 3, the number one rated appetite suppression spray. That's a $29 value absolutely free. Just go to www.lipo3dayfast.com now. Thanks so much. I'm going to try it. When most people hear the word leprosy, they wonder if it still even exists. But leprosy does exist. It's a disease that cripples and disfigures sinking adults and children alike into lives of shame and isolation. The man with leprosy said to Jesus, Lord, if you're willing, you can heal me. Jesus said, I am willing. Are you willing? You can stop leprosy. Right now, you have an incredible opportunity to help and heal children who are suffering. Because it costs only $90 to cure leprosy in three people, you can be the source of their healing. Jesus said, freely you have received freely give. Give now to help those suffering with leprosy. Call American Leprosy Missions right now. 800-979-1980. 800-979-1980. That's 800-979-1980. Or give online at StopLeprosyNow.com. MyPillow has now made it easier than ever to own a MyPillow. Not only are they still offering a 10-year warranty, not only is it guaranteed not to go flat, made in the USA, washable and dryable, but here is one of their best offers yet. For a limited time, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-517-3636. Use the promo code WAVA to take advantage of the four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. Now you can take your MyPillow with you when you travel and even give one to a friend. There's no excuse to delay any longer. Purchase the best pillow you'll ever own. Call 800-517-3636. Get the four-pack special. That's 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. Call 800-517-3636. Notice the difference a good night's sleep can make at home or now even when you travel. Call 800-517-3636 or go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code WAVA. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? 
With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And what a privilege it is to share with you over the airwaves. Thank you so much uh, for your generous donations. Hey, listen, by the way, I'm taking a bunch of people to Nigeria in the fall of 2018, uh, October or November-ish. We're going to go through the door of return. Uh, the uh, government there in Nigeria, the president's office, have invited me to bring people with me. Uh, so we'll go out of the, the door of no return. That's where slaves left. Get on a ship, go out to the water, turn around, come back, and come through the door of return where we'll be celebrated as kings and queens. If that's something you're interested in, uh, you want information on it, it's about $4,400. Uh, just email me, info at andersonspeaks.com, and we'll send out the information to you. All right, so uh, I want to make sure my listeners at least heard about that, as well as uh, uh, single listeners of Dr. David Anderson sometime at the end of the summer of 2018. I'm going to have a mixer just for y'all to be able to hang out, meet me and Amber, and be able to hang out all at the same time. Now, we've been talking about the theology of relationships today, and I talked about four different categories. Three I've given you, fellowship, friendship, acquaintanceship. Let me give you the fourth and final one, and that's family ship. I kind of made that up. Uh, but you get the point. In, in other words, there are relationships that are familial. It's your marriage. It's your children. It's your aunts, your uncles, your sisters, your brothers. These are relationships you were born into you, or you just have them based on your bloodline. It's different dealing with family. Uh, you know, when Andrew spent a day with Jesus, the first person he went back to go get is his brother uh, Simon. And, uh, uh, you know, family are the closest sometimes to us and also the ones who cause us a lot of pain as well as a lot of pleasure. Uh, but, you know, you have experiences with family that you don't have with others. And so there's a way to deal with family uh, that's different than the way you might deal with friends or fellowship at different seasons of the relationship. I have three children, and they're now moving into that adult season where a couple of them are more coaching than I am uh, disciplining. They're no longer under my authority in the same way they were. And so family relationships change over time. The parents become the ones who need to be cared for when they get older, uh, you know, and some of you are dealing with that. And so uh, the scripture gives us uh, the the power of relationships. That's what's going to last, the word of God and relationships. And so invest in them, understand that God uh, desires us to enjoy them, uh, but do it in a godly way. Listen, I hope that you have enjoyed today's show. Uh, fellowship, friendship, familyship, acquaintanceship. Thank you, Lord, for all of these. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you that you allow us the privilege uh, of these kinds of connections. And I just pray, Lord, for our relationships that we might to honor you in them, even as they bless us. Most of all, we thank you for the relationship with your son, Jesus Christ, and pray that we would know him better as well. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.